Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of Door Tunes. So it's been a while. Sorry about that. Um, life has taken over somewhat. Um, new job, lots of training. So it's been kind of a bit hectic on that front. So that would explain the reasons why I haven't been around for a few weeks. But here we are again. Um, and today I've got a really exciting guest for us. Um, and it's actually really fortuitous today because that will come clear, quite clear um, in a bit. So I'd like to get them to introduce themselves. Yeah, I'm uh, Christopher. Um, I'm a composer and um, uh, CEO of the company Laya Software. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy to be here. So Christopher, tell them the kind of big ones that we would know you for, that you've composed for. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit like this. I'm, I'm probably a lot more known for my software, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the adaptive music system. Uh, so I composed a lot um, 10 years ago. Uh, and um, uh, actually, this sounds like a, a, an excuse, but I actually did three games that got cancelled. <laughs> One... <laughs> We were three composers composing for two years with the Real Symphonic Orchestra, and it got cancelled. <laughs> so uh, after that, I started this uh, company, and then this um, yeah, this invention of mine became a company. And um, since then, I've been quite occupied with that. Uh, but so so when this uh, opportunity to write music for It Takes Two came up, mm-hmm. I, I was I just. Uh, I know Joseph Harris a little bit, so I know I knew that I had to do this way. I just called him and said, "I'm going to do the music," and he said, "Well, I can you get anyone." And I, yeah, and, and he said, "I can get anyone." And I said, "Yes, but don't you want the best?" And that is uh, that is not me, but I knew that 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 was the only way to get his attention because uh, I I knew about this uh, project. Uh, because of the tech, and and I I, yeah. I thought that this is the game I need to compose for. So uh, so, but before that, it's it's uh, smaller titles like whiskey and zombies, and uh, uh, some uh, things here and there in in Rage Two, and a little bit like that. But but as I said, I've been more uh, occupied with my company. Yeah. So you worked yeah. on stuff like um, a way out as well, though, didn't you? No, only my tech. Ah, you uh, only... yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Way Out is probably one of my favorite games from the last generation. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It was great. It's fantastic stuff. And then obviously Rage 2 as well. Yeah, they also use the tech, and I I, uh, I helped the composers a bit uh, also. Um, but it's mostly the tech there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you find kind of composing for It Takes Two? Because it is such a kind of different game, really. While it is a co-op game, it's quite, you know. Yeah. For me, it was a little bit like this. When I I, I, um, I talk a lot with students and so on, and I always tell them not to be a jack of all trades. I tell them to be good at one thing. Uh, and I think I t- tell them this because I know I'm all over the place. So, for myself, so in this game, when I realize it's it's going to be a, a new world every level, mm-hmm. and I want to do a new music style every, every level, that was really me. Uh, so, 
uh, that is what, what got me so intrigued to work with this game. Uh, and also to work together with Gustav Grevberg. Uh, we're so, uh, we're not similar at all <laughs> when it comes to composing, but we, we complete each other very, very well. I don't think that there's kind of, from speaking to a lot of composers, everybody is so different in how they work. Yeah. You know, um, I've seen people who've done it, you know, with pen and paper, they start there. I kind of progress yeah. from there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of, uh, again, all over the place because I, I, I love to just sit with my computer with my uh, fake orchestra and do orchestral things. <laughs> but, then, but then again, I, I also love to, to play all my acoustic and electric mm. uh, instruments and so on. And sometimes actually when I, it happens quite a lot actually, when I, I don't know what to, I don't get inspired or something like that. I t actually do it with pen and paper. I just go somewhere and just write. And it could be like, uh, sometimes it's real notation, sometimes it's just nonsense, but it helps me um, helps me get going. Because when you sit with a computer and you have all the, you, you can Technology. do whatever you, yeah, you can do whatever you like. And that is, uh, that is not inspiring at all. <laughs> I love yeah. to get limitations. And uh, that was actually, uh, I think our best tool for this game was limitations. We had this super strict, like in in um, in shed, we could uh, we could only use uh, brass and metal instruments, mm -hmm. and in in tree we could all, all only use wood instruments. So, so so and you you know you come to a point where you want in tree, for instance, I really mm -hmm. wanted brass in a place, but I had to. Uh, dub some uh, bassoons with uh, a lot of things to to make that happen. Yeah. It would be so much easier just to take a brass, but uh, but but that also made that music uh, unique. I think mm -hmm. so. Limitations are are great to work with. And you found that quite kind of challenging in a way, kind of having to think slightly outside of the box because you were like, I really want this, but I can't have this because of the limitations of the level. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I love that uh, uh, because um, I think most composers nowadays have all the possibilities in their studios. We can, we can do anything to, yes. today, and and that is really hard <laughs> because uh, so you need to start with uh, decide what limitations are, uh, and in this game we did over twelve hours of music in this game. Uh, I oh, think wow. it's kind of a record and. Uh, but what made that possible was that if I worked for like a month with uh, orchestral stuff, and then next level, I shifted to my drums and my bass guitar and electric guitar. Uh, it became it was I got inspired directly, mm -hmm. and the next level was uh, theremin or it was uh, some percussion. It it's it made it possible to stay. Uh, stay inspired all the time actually in the whole process for two years <laughs> it was uh, wow. amazing and you, you mentioned that you did like 12 hours of um, music for it how did you kind of break that down and make it smaller kind of think that's the piece I want for that bit you know this is the bit I want for the opening this is the bit I want for the, the credits etc yeah, I did it really traditional. I think that uh, that might have been mostly on me, but I I wanted to really uh, give the characters motifs and and uh, but in this case it wasn't uh, traditional motifs. It was more like 
um, arrangements. So, so for instance, um, uh, yeah, w- one thing I, I did kind of a flamenco parody for for um, Hakim, mm-hmm. um, but he is actually in the real world as well as a real book. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and it's still he still uh, have uh, acoustic guitar, but it's not flamenco; it's serious. <laughs> and the same for for so in 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 the world of Rose, in 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 the real world, mm-hmm. uh, it's strings and guitar. But then when you get into this fantasy world, it, it can be as uh, there's no limitation of how big it can become <laughs> because everything is so big. You're this you're a small doll. Yeah. As, so even a, a sofa is like a mountain. So, so I, I did that um, um, differences with the real world and the, and the game to make it bigger in the game and smaller outside mm-hmm. the game. Or everything find... is. Yes, sir. No, I was just going to say because I've done some music consultancy before, and um, I had kind of took the character, the two main characters, out of it, and I kind of read the script. Kind of got to know the characters themselves and kind of thought this kind of music is suited to you and this kind of music suits you you know and they were yeah. very very different in their tonality and kind of <clears throat> the speed even of the of the music etc and the kind of mood yeah i, I did a lot uh, a lot of that um um and and um uh, what what one tricky part was actually uh, to make the main theme for this game uh, because uh, uh, it's what is the main theme for a game that is everything uh, and so so I, I did a lot of uh, attempts and nothing was right uh, uh, for Joseph and uh, I love him for that because he made me he forced me to really really think what this what this game was about and it's actually about a little girl that doesn't want her parents to divorce, mm-hmm. even though the rest of the game is a crazy puzzle game, adventure game. But that's the actual, uh, actual underlying uh, meaning of the game. So, uh, so that I did. I have never been this limited when I did that. I, I decided to okay, it's a little girl, so I want her to be able to play this theme on a piano. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time. Uh, for maybe 40 years <laughs> that I did everything in C major mm-hmm. and with all the common chords and, and I, I really wanted this to be uh, I want kids to be able to play this theme and when I did that I I, I think I found her I found her sound mm-hmm. uh, quite quite soon and and the the great thing was that in that process, Joseph also told me that um, uh, May is going to sing this uh, theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I realized that, well, well, the first part of this theme isn't really uh, singable. It's, it's, a, it's a real piano thing. It's very gentle. Uh, so, yeah. So, so I actually did the second part of the theme for, for May. Uh, so that is what she actually sings. But it's uh, still the main theme. Um, so, so yeah, I think that was the most uh, challenging and f- most rewarding part of the work for me. In it takes two mm. was the main main theme. I must admit, the the main theme is something that I go back to, like constantly. Um, at the moment, oh. I think I listen to it about two or three times a day. <laughs> oh, I'm so oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's 
beautiful. Um, the the soundtrack itself is is something to be really proud of. It? It's really stunning, you know. Um, I think you. one of the things that I think about quite a lot is, um, and it's purely because, for selfish reasons, really, is the rise and rise of video game music soundtracks on on vinyl, you know, on physical physical media. Mm-hmm. You know, there is so many now that are just out there coming out. You know, <clears throat> it's crazy. I I just got last week the Elden Ring box set. So there's like six vinyl. It's mm. enormous. And there was like 6,999 of them made. And so many people were like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I really want one. And I'm like, well, <laughs> they're all gone. You know? Uh-huh. Oh. you know, there's a big thing about colored vinyl. There's, you know, I'm on discords about, um, again, vinyl soundtracks. People just are so excited about them. And they just, they want them like, now yesterday yeah tomorrow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be great if we release this on vinyl uh yeah it, it's up to haystacks but but yeah. I, it would be really great because i know that i was talking i was speaking to a friend who works within the industry um recently and they were saying that a mutual friend they released a soundtrack their soundtrack um eight years ago and it's been repressed seven times so far or more oh because people just they want it, they need it, you know. So yeah, something yeah. to think about, maybe. Absolutely, <laughs> I will talk to them. <laughs> but do you think that that you would find that difficult to kind of because obviously the um, medium of vinyl there isn't all that much space that is available on that, so you might have to kind of you know whittle things down. Yeah, we actually did. Um, uh, it's quite a funny story actually, where where. We did the first pass on on, on on what music should be on the record, mm-hmm. uh, on the yeah the soundtrack, and um, I think we it was kind of four and a half hour or something like that in in the beginning, and then we start cutting it down, cutting it down, cutting it down, and then um, actually a funny thing happened. Uh, um, uh, a fan of the game uh, extracted the music from from the game. Mm-hmm. And listen to all the raw material, and and she was, um, she asked me, well, why isn't uh, this on the soundtrack, and why isn't this on the soundtrack? And it was just, yeah, we had to cut it somewhere. And one yeah. thing would be, why doesn't Hakim has his own theme on the soundtrack? And the the answer to that that is, he, he actually doesn't have any music. He just has bits and pieces of some kind of flamenco. It, it's it's just jagadang here or there, mm-hmm. uh, and some cliche from anchor things so, so that it, it depends on what you of course both me and Gustav fell in love with with parts of the music and we fought to to have them on the soundtrack mm-hmm. but then uh, um, Philip the, the head of audio uh, was the key to actually uh, kill some darlings <laughs> and, and he was right uh, of course uh, it, it yeah it, it should it, it it was way too long, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so I think I think we narrowed it, it down to to a good. Um, it reflects the game in a good way. Mm-hmm. And what would be your favorite piece that maybe didn't yeah. even make it or is on it? You know, it's your favorite piece that you think. Yeah, um, it, it differs from time to time. When I listen to it now, uh, uh, when I. Uh, <coughs> 
but I remember uh, some of the most fun things to do was maybe uh, the Beatle. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, I can't remember what we call it on the soundtrack, but it's uh, you, f- you fight a big beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really wanted the music to reflect this beetle. And I had this bassoon part that we uh, joked about a lot because it's called Beetle Juice. Then, uh, beetle legs uh, bassoon so it's it's a it's it's his walk yeah <laughs> and it it was so fun to do uh, i really loved to, to compose that and then i uh, i realized okay it's going to fly in the next level it was so so cool to to do another version of the music without the legs <laughs> and so it was a lot of these uh, moments where where um, it was so fun to compose it, so that is why it became my fa- favorites. Yeah. Uh, of course, um, it's. I also loved doing the blues things because I, I never get to do that. It, mm. It's like I have that. I love playing blues guitar, but I never get to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in this game, I, I I gave it my everything when it came to the blues guitar. So I have a lot of uh, favorites there. And, and of course, a lot of uh, Gustav's uh, tunes as well. Uh, I, actually, his uh, that was also f- so fun to record when he did uh, the dance music parts uh, in, the, in the club. Uh, and he wanted, he actually asked me to play some slap bass. As a uh, as a bass player, you never get that question. It's it's you know it's the most um, uh, unnecessary thing to learn uh, mm-hmm. slap bass. But but I did that when I when I was a teenager, and mm-hmm. so finally I got to use the slap bass. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just something that you kind of uh, touched on earlier was. You said that um, when you go back and listen to it, is that something that you do very often with your kind of work that you do, or you kind of like uh, to kind of put it to bed and kind of say, right, that's that now, that's enough. Yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, when I work with the music, I listen to it a lot uh, mm. just to see do I still like this today that I did last day and so <laughs> on, and I'm very uh, self-critical, and, and I, I, I tend to. I try to listen it through through other ears and so on. Uh, <laughs> of course, my own. But but but, what would this person think about this? Mm. And then I realize, oh yeah, I should mix it a little bit different and so on. So so I I listen to it a lot when I compose it. But then when the album got released, of course I listened to it in the beginning. But then I didn't listen for months, mm-hmm. uh, and now I just uh, I li- I listen to parts of it. Uh, my wife actually uh, is the singing voice of May. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's also her debut as a, as a singer, uh, and so so um, it's it's kind of a family. Even my kids, yeah, my kids are in the uh, children choir that we recorded. Uh, so it bec- the whole game became a family thing even maybe i did 99.9 percent of it <laughs> but yeah. the rest of the family was was there as well yeah. um so it's a very warm experience the whole the whole project that's really lovely it's really yeah. really lovely um yeah. and do you think that obviously would you do something again 
Yeah, I'm writing for another game right now, uh, and I will do more uh, now because the, the the pause I had in my life composing wasn't good for me <laughs> because uh, I actually when I did this I was still working uh, with my company, mm-hmm. and they always asked me, oh, "How how can you how can you aren't you tired? You're working 120 <laughs> percent," and mm-hmm. and I always told them, "No, actually when I came out." from the studio, I, I actually gain energy. Mm-hmm. So for, for me, that's a way for me to to stay sane and gain energy. Uh, I'm, I think it's the same for every composer. Uh, it's Yes, it can be exhausting when you have a deadline and you work that whole night and so on. But for most parts, it's, it's uh, you, 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 you get energy from it. Yeah. Totally, I, I absolutely get you. I really do. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> no problem. In my throat. So one uh, one thing I must say um, as well is congratulations because obviously it takes two was announced today to be coming out on Switch. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> I always thought of this game as a real Switch game. Um, <laughs> But of yeah. course, due to the limitations of Switch, it's it's hard <laughs> mm-hmm. to 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 do. Uh, but but I'm really happy for that. Should be really exciting. It's coming out in November, November twenty third, I believe. Uh, you tell me. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I believe so. From what yeah. I saw earlier on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that must be really exciting for you to be able to see that again from <clears throat> from the beginning when it takes two was originally released and it got so much press and so much kind of praise yeah. you know to see it coming out again on switch which has been huge yeah yes I, i'm i'm so uh, so extremely lucky to be part, a part of this project i could easily have uh, done another game <laughs> a, mm-hmm. a dozen game but i got to do this game and it, so it's it's been s- such a fun um period after the game was released as well with all the awards of course and and and, and um, mm-hmm. all the talk around it and uh getting to do these kinds of in- interviews uh so the, so the game stays fresh in my mind <laughs> even today uh so yeah i'm really uh, really lucky to to be part of yeah. this and i think being able to see um new people that maybe didn't have access to like you know, PlayStation or being able to get that on the Switch, you know, yeah. which is going to be amazing. So it's going to be even more people want the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will have to talk to uh, talk to them about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> my last question for you, and it's a really quick one: Is there a current composer or piece of music that you've heard over the last year or two that you've gone? Uh, yes, probably a lot. But I uh, actually, uh, a colleague of mine at my company, uh, he's uh, doing the QA uh, at the company, but he's, he's also a composer. Okay. And he, and he actually did music for uh, the Game Chasers movie. Uh, 
and uh, his music is just uh, it's amazing <laughs> and, yeah the funny thing is we have another qa at the company that is also a really talented composer so and he, he i think he, he he just got awarded for a, a short movie in sweden and both of these uh, i'm i'm actually i'm so super impressed uh, mm. uh, so uh, yeah and i'm i'm sure a lot lot more of course but but, but these two uh, things really amazed me. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. So all I've got left really to say is thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. It's been a real pleasure. Um, and all thank I can you. do is wish you the best of luck with the release of It Takes Two on Switch and whatever comes next. Oh, thank you. It's been <laughs> great to be here. <laughs> no worries. Thank you very, very much. Thank you.